come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> Hello, and thank you for listening to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. This is probably the best thing that's going to happen to you this week. Uh, every week <laughs> we sit around a table and we talk about movies, uh, for your listening pleasure and, uh, edification. Uh, you can find us. Well, you already did. You found us on wherever great podcasts are found, but Hey, you could go the extra mile. Why don't you go on over and give us a like, give us a star rating, uh, write us a review wherever you found us. Subscribe uh, even. That would probably even be the better thing. On YouTube. <laughs> Hit the subscribe, subscribe on YouTube. Oh, yeah, we're on YouTube. We are on YouTube. Are. That's right. A video reason. platform. We're, we're an audio only. But thank you for listening to us on YouTube. Yes. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, join us. Uh, you know, give us a, let us know what you think of the show. Uh, join us every week. We're always here. Uh, this is, a, the like I said, this is going to be the best thing that you do today. And so Easily. And tomorrow. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. So, who are these internet radio superstars? Sean. Holly. Michaela. And I'm Colin. And tonight we watched a movie that was chosen by... Michaela. <laughs> you sound so defeated, Sean. It's a somber time. Michaela. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is if it? you're asking what, what we watched, we watched what, Man's Best what Friend. What did we watch today? Directed by... Uh, John Lafayette, your guy, Sean. Is he my guy? He wrote Child's Play, a movie you love, and directed uh, and wrote the second one. He, I, mean, I like both those movies yeah. very much. So, mm-hmm. you, I would say you stand that franchise more than anyone else at this table. I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I've watched all of them, but but like Sean yeah. constantly goes back to that. Well, it seems like you've watched them. Do you love them? Yeah. Do you enjoy most of them? I mean. Child's Play, I think, like Phantasm, is one of the few 80s movie Don't franchises. Well, I suppose Hellraiser, <laughs> too. So we're also, yeah, in, in murky waters here. Yeah. But the, it's a franchise that's continued without a reboot. Well, well yeah. <laughs> and there it is. Yep. It did. Yeah, and, I know. And, and, and we'll continue, we'll, to do, continue. we'll continue to do well, so. That's the thing. It's like, because John, what's his name? Laf- Lafia? Lafia. Yeah. Is uh, one of the credited writers on Child's Play alongside Don Mancini, who Tom I Holland? believe wrote the original script. Tom Holland, the director, did a polish. But a polish so it's on, like, yeah. how much of Child's Play is John Lafayette? But I he mean, directed the second one. Yeah. And so right he's, yeah. So he stepped, he, he took over the franchise after the well, first one. Well, he had it for yeah, a, a while. Bit, yeah. Don Mancini's the guy. Mm-hmm. Now right. he's been running that thing for, uh, I think, since Bride of Chucky on and maybe. I think so. so. Running yeah. it into the ground. I may, yeah. be, I may yeah. be one of the only people who likes part three. I think you are. No, yeah. Only, uh, well, yeah, part three is. Yeah. I like part I got to go back to part two because I remember part two being pretty cool. Part two's good. Yeah. It's very good. John Lafayette was also one of the writers in the 1990 It that we previously was covered. Uh, yes. He was one was of the writers. Him and Tommy Lee Wallace. Uh, Tommy mm-hmm. Lee Wallace did that one by himself. I, I think uh, John Lafayette has made a career of being, quote like unquote, one, one of the writers yeah. Mm-hmm. on this movie, yep. on any movie. Yeah. Yep. Well, So Sean, something about I, his I, writing really well, strikes I'll, I'll, I'll at you. I'll stand Child's Play until we get to uh, uh, Colt and Curse. Because I remember we got to, what was it Curse? That we brought to this show? Yeah. I was like, we the got the curse, reboot. and I was just like, oh, oh, I like that one. Yeah. It was like that. Yeah. <laughs> they lied to me. It was the, the return to the horror roots of Chucky after the goofy seed of Chucky 
And then you it's got very goofy uh, seat of Chucky. What was the cult after that, which was cult all after that. Yeah. Cult but it was more same. Chucky. Yeah, yeah. more Chucky. I'm, a, I'm all. That's like tying the whole franchise together there. That's what I like about it. They bring back characters. They do. From, that's yeah, true. It's you all in canon. Can't knock them for that. I'm all for this reboot. I'll watch it. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. We were uh, talking uh, about that before the show. I want to see it. Just Listeners, it make a note happen. of what Sean's saying right now. So in a couple of months, he can scream about how much he hates it. I want to see it. I, I may hate it, but right now I want to see. At it. least it doesn't look like the first movie. That's what yeah. I am like. Yep. At least I'm not going to yeah. see the same movie. Again. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's so, true. I'm down. So uh, we did not watch any of the child's no, 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 we did this no. evening. Uh, but we did watch Man's Best Friend. Mm-hmm. So Michaela, what year was this? 1993. 93. Okay. Um, the year of our Lord Jurassic Park. <laughs> Was that 93? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Michaela, this is part of a series that you yes. are uh, instituting we're, with this film. Yeah, this summer we're doing like man versus nature movies. <laughs> so, we're starting with the domesticated animals before we go to the great outdoors. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> even before this, I mean, Holly got in on that. I did. Lake Placid. Lake Placid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of overlapped there. So, we're on it. Yeah. So now, now I have to try and find a sequel. That fits into this category. <laughs> there's, well, plenty there, there's, yeah, there's plenty of Jaws sequels. There's plenty of Jaws sequels. Michaela, I think you just sealed your fate. Uh, I, I'm, I'm I have sure. no problems with it. All right. <laughs> well, you have uh, the cinematic antecedent, and this movie is probably Cujo, Stephen King's uh, Cujo, right? Yeah. Big St. Bernard. What yep. kind of dog is this? This is a Tibetan Mastiff. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. that's a common. Uh, the uh, mm-hmm. cover would have you believe it's a Rottweiler, but well, it basically looks like a long-haired Rottweiler, a Terminator yeah, Rottweiler. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as yeah. the cover yeah. would say, truth in advertising. Yeah, yeah, so they lie. Movie, oh, it is a pretty awesome. poster. It's a good poster. Though. I like it. It's got Lance Henriksen <laughs> on the front with it. a gun with a laser pointer on it. Yeah, I mean Which that's cool that, right that's there. That's all in the movie. And a Lance, dog that's half dog, half Terminator, half Terminator. Yeah. To be fair, this dog can do a bunch of awesome stuff. That's true, but it is not a, a robot. Yeah, and it's not a robot. This yeah. poster is telling us it's a robot. This is not the actual theatrical poster, though. No. Theatrical posters is boring looking. It's terrible. Yeah, not good. It's no. like a stretched image. Yeah. It's like a really it is. It's, it's awful. Yeah. It's they, real bad. This, this movie did have some really cool promo stuff. I was actually I was watching some old trailers for it, and one of the old trailers was like, "Check, keep an eye out for our promotional products." And I was like, "What?" And like, they were showing they had this like three D cardboard, you know, you know how like when you go to the movie theater, they have the cardboard displays like mm-hmm. in the lobby. They had one for like the video stores that was like a little dog house, and his like head poked out of it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and his and his jaws were open. And I was like, "That's so cool! That's I awesome. kind of want it." Like, Somebody's got that somewhere. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so they they really invested in the marketing of this movie. Well, it was a New Line Cinema movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, new Line Cinema. See again. Again, we've been talking on the previous episodes, like, where is the budget level, like, comparatively now uh, of this movie, you know, like, the New Line Cinemas, who, like, clearly it's, like, a maybe $15 million movie, something like that. This one? This, this was six. You know, six million dollars. Six million dollars. It made 15 in the box office, though, so it's a hit. Yeah, it made its it budget made a, back. Yeah. It doubled its budget. Uh, and then some. It also made more than both the Halloween and uh, Friday the 13th movies that came out. Oh, no, no. Was that this? Maybe it wasn't. 93? Mm. Maybe not. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. But Yeah, I don't think we had a Halloween movie this year, did we? Not 93. Not 93. No. But there was Jason Goes to Hell, I think. Or was that 92? Whatever. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> no, that was 93, right? Because uh, Freddy's I... Dead was, maybe I'm off by well, Freddy's Dead was I was 93. thinking it was later. One. And, okay. You're asking well, a lot of questions, yeah. and now I have to look them all up. That's right. Uh, so, this is, uh, as you said, the man versus nature. The man, this is 
Well, see, I like to see this. Raised Dead is 91. Okay, there you go. I was, mm. What was the other I one? I was right on my second about. one. Well, Jason for, Goes to Hell was the other one. That would be 93. One. Yeah. Or 92. 93? Mm-hmm. So, 93. Um, okay. This is a subset of Man vs. Nature, mm-hmm. the When Animals Attack yes. movie. Yes. When Animals Attack movies got mm-hmm. really popular, I think, following Jaws. Actually, it's it's interesting because we talk about the like kind of timelines of when slasher movies peak in Valley. Slasher movies and animal attack movies are on the same timeline. Late 70s, 90s. Really? They peak and Valley at the exact oh, same timeline. They yeah. peaked then and then they peaked They peaked again. in the 70s, kind of dip in the 80s a little bit, pick back up in the 90s, and now we're in a dip that hopefully means it's coming back around again. Well, we just had Axel, AXL. Oh with uh, was that a killer dog? It was a robot know, dog. It was an army dog. Yeah. Okay. It was, it was oh, a, that's awful. It's, it follows the, the almost the same storyline where it's a uh, uh, it's supposed to be a weapon developed for this one for the army yeah. that ends up a, uh, escaped out on the loose. A genetic experiment, basically. But it's a ro- full robot. Okay, full robot. Full robot right. on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it gets a you know some uh, young ingenues find it, adopt it as their own. The army's coming for it, and they have to fight off the army. Oh, See, Jesus. at least in that movie, those Wait. people didn't know the dog was, like, an experiment. Unlike Ellie Sheedy in this movie, who fully knows where she got it from. I mean, they know this. Is, I mean, it's a giant robot yeah. dog. They know it's an experiment. Right, mm. but I don't know. Like, like We saw this movie before on this show, and it was called Watchers. Remember uh, that? I do. Wasn't that the... Uh, yes, the sensitive 12-year-old in me remembers. Yeah. The <laughs> army experiment or whatever, right, gets loose. Yeah. Is adopted and then it turns out all oh, holy hell is you know because yeah. the thing well that all wasn't right. evil in that one right and it, it the dog like, was the, an evil yeah the evil that monster connected to it was psychically connected to the yes mm. um but in this movie okay so instead of a uh, a kid right befriending a dog which right. I think is the general pattern for those type of films right Usually. it's a young boy has a dog kind of like the, it's the inversion of Lassie mm-hmm. or something right. Uh, this one gives us a protagonist in the form of Ali Sheedy from Short Circuit. Yep. Yeah. Hell yeah. I was actually thinking she's like, does she prefer to work against animals as opposed to people? Like looking at later in her career, animals, Short robots. Circuit, her house is overrun with animals. True. Overrun. Like there's raccoons crawling up the walls and across Very her true. sink. There's kittens. Like her house is overrun with animals. I feel like that's like a personal Maybe choice. Like, like I'd rather. Tippy Hedren. Maybe she has yeah. an animal sanctuary somewhere. I'd believe it. Maybe. I'd 100% it believe it. Maybe that's why she chose this movie. Who knows? That Maybe. I believe Honestly, that I believe she it. would. I believe that, like, other than acting, that's what she's off doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Just like Linda Blair's like that, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, we got to check at some point. <laughs> sure. Are we like right on this? Like based on your, you know, psychoanalyzing, you based it off your movie choices. Um, so Ali Sheedy is a go get em reporter for KCBD News. No, K, whatever. News. It doesn't matter. Uh, news it's K something. WJM. <laughs> In San Reno. Mm-hmm. San yes. Remo? San Remo. San Remo. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess the whole setup of this thing is coming from the perspective of uh, uh animal rights uh activism right that was i think in the 90s maybe at like a high peak i mean again yeah it felt like it yeah like 20 I feel, yeah no i feel like yeah, no, i feel like totally PETA was really in full force by then yeah because yeah. this is yeah. a message movie in several ways but uh <laughs> yeah. oh yeah there's we'll some after school it. specials going on in yeah. this movie yeah it's a lecture movie mm-hmm. it's more like the, the characters are constantly lecturing other <laughs> characters and you the audience by uh proxy mm. but um so the main idea then is taking this idea that uh 
animals are being used in unethical experiments. There must have been like a news story or something that came to light somewhere, I'd say within five years of this movie, right? Oh, definitely. That made people think about this. And so some guy, John Lafayette, said, hey, we, you know, here's an idea we can turn into a movie. So in Jaws this one. with paws. The, is, I'm sure that's like an asylum movie. <laughs> that's, that, that's the uh, the um, the pitch. Or it's, it's like. The log line? Legend has it that was the pitch for this movie. Jaws oh with paws. <laughs> oh, wow. There's no, nothing to prove that that was uh, it. But the legend around it is that was the pitch. I mean, they even made a comment at one point. The one detective was talking about how his girlfriend won't, like, won't let him have certain shampoos mm. because they're testing him. This was This was like the big circulation in the 90s was cosmetics that were tested on yes. animals. That was, beca- that was being brought into light then. Yes. Like, they have like, those like, horrible images of like rabbits with their eyes yes. pried open with like prongs yes. like a clockwork orange style getting shit like Yeah, and, and it's yeah. when people realized that all the major cosmetic companies were doing this. Like literally yeah. all of them. All yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, like there's... there might be 10 different cosmetic companies but they're all coming from the same two labs, you right? Know? Yeah. So, yeah, because he said something to you, like, you know, my girlfriend won't buy shampoo unless exactly. it's on a cruelty-free list or right. something like that. Yeah. Um, but Lance Henderson, he runs this company called Emacs, top secret government laboratory. You'd think they'd be able to connect the dots that the dog's name is Max and he escaped from Emacs right. a little bit more quickly, considering they share a name, pretty much. Yeah. People are dumb. Yeah. People in movies Cops are, are dumb. dumb. Well, I mean. <laughs> cops in movies are especially dumb. Go. Very that's, dumb. That's they the, deserve those sound effects the, that's the Halloween right 5 cops get. They basically are the Halloween 5 <laughs> cops in this movie, right? The animal oh. control guys. Oh, yeah. There's a pair of animal control I mean, guys who make these. Oh, my God. Every single line out of their mouth. Well, we'll get to them. Okay. Oh, so Lord. let's set right, this yeah. up. So uh, Lance Henriksen runs the installation. The, he's the doctor who's been uh, conducting these experiments on these animals. And Ali Sheedy is a reporter, and she is uh, looking for the next big story, and that gives her a uh, an in with uh, this woman who works at the lab, who's going to bring her in after hours so she can photograph and document all of the uh, unethical treatment that's uh, that's taking place here. Yes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, uh. Well, I mean, so she gets into the lab, right? I mean, the, this this other woman gets uh, killed off screen by somebody. Mm-hmm. Do we have Some an thing. idea of who or what that was that killed her? We know exactly what it was. I think it was Max because it was Max's crate. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this is, I guess, like right at the very beginning of the movie. It's like we're establishing that whatever killed this woman and drags her through a pool of blood and all this other stuff mm-hmm. is a ferocious killing beast. Right. See, I was like, I wasn't sure. And watching it, I'm like, are they trying to say that, like, our protagonist dog is this ferocious killer, like, right up front? Or is there some other beast in the, you know, laboratory nope. that it's going to have to fight? Because this is like, the movie goes one of two ways at this point. Either uh, Ali Sheedy's going to meet this cute, cuddly dog that's going to defend her from the evil beast, or the cute, cuddly, cuddly dog actually is the evil beast. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it goes that both those directions. Yeah, yes. It's Jekyll and Hyde. It is both. Yeah. Uh, and when we say other animals, like there's literally like bears, tigers, there lizards, are lions and tigers monkeys, and bears. literally any animal you there can think no of. There was a lion. That, I looked. There was a cheetah. There's, there's a cheetah. <laughs> that cheetah comes in important later as yes. does the yeah, leopard. Yeah, and the, But yeah, there's reptiles, there's monkeys, there's Monkeys with Everything. their brains exposed. Yeah, that was oh, yeah. pretty. The appliances with in this movie are crazy looking. Helmets like Silent Night, Deadly Night 3 going on right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
Because this is the nightmare scenario of the animal, uh, 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 the friend of animals, right? Yeah. I would say the it's worse than the, the island of Dr. Moreau up in here. Like, yes. yeah. Dr. Moreau is kind of weirdly comical in like the stuff they're doing. Mm. This yes. is just like, because like, like, you don't even really get a reason why they're doing it at all in this movie. You never really kind of find out why this place even exists. No, you well, just see the aftermath <laughs> yeah. and the scarring. Well, of all I think it, it does, uh, Lance Henriksen does say at some point that basically he doesn't, well, he doesn't actually say he's working for the military. His whole thing, and this is like, it's a vague motivation, right? Where they're trying to write a villain, but they haven't like narrowed, they're not specific with why he's a villain, right? Other than he's doing cruel experiments on uh animals but the benefit of which you got to go like okay so what's the benefit of this and he's very vague i'm gonna save hundreds of lives yeah, thousands thousands yeah. of lives thousands of like, lives okay how okay, i'm listening <laughs> and you're like okay i'm gonna like cut all these animals together and dna splice them and make this right. super dog yeah okay yeah. i'm, I'm kind of losing yeah. the thread here lance yeah. but <laughs> Ultimately, the dog is going to protect people. I have a okay yeah, as that's... a military like this is the only thing. It's a combat dog, mm-hmm. but it's never explicitly stated. Like his contractor right. is the U.S. government or something, but that's never said. I I have a legitimate question to think about as we go through this. Who is the hero of this movie and who is the villain? Because yeah. I feel like I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Because I had this question too, and I so we can work curious. it out as we okay, go through yeah, the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I the more I think about it, the more I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, yeah. No, I I feel like this movie like tonally is confused. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I. So, I but it could yeah. it could be so easily fixed, right? It's you know, Ali like Ellie Sheedy's what the hero? The hero? Yes. Well, I would say she's more like a final girl victim than a hero. What she's trying to do. She's the damsel. Yeah. Is, <laughs> she has no agency. Is the hero part, I guess. Which is what? Trying to expose uh, okay. Lance Henriksen's company for what so it's doing So is Lance Henriksen the villain, then? Yes. They're really uh, splitting yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, yeah. Who's the okay. villain, they're, then? They're splitting time between Lance Henriksen and the dog. Yes. But villains. sometimes the dog is a hero, and That's sometimes right. he's Which a villain. Thing. Yes. Mostly it's Lance Henriksen, because he's just fucking crazy. If anything, the dog's an anti-hero. And yeah, because he doesn't explicitly attack our our hero Ali Sheedy. Him, he gets mad at her sometimes, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. he won't like attack her to try and kill mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's mostly Lance Hendrickson. See, I would say is the I'm like I'm on the fence about that. Like I get why I don't understand why he would be the villain in this story. Yeah, because everything. Okay, the, I mean, well, you have to put aside the fact that he's you know, vivisecting animals, animals, right? But once you get past that, <laughs> if you can, right. From then on, I mean on, that's kind of cut and dry for me. Yeah, Colin. but I, sure. I guess if it's see, this is where the movie is like, obviously wants to take this point of view. So it's it's ignoring the like, well, what are the outcomes of his research? Yes. Is it beneficial in some way, other than some guy just saying it, which I don't buy. This is lazy screenwriting. Yes, but every move that he makes from the moment the dog gets loose, I can justify as like, well, that's what you do. Absolutely. Also, that's why I'm like, is he a villain? Yeah, <laughs> that's like, why I'm not, I'm not buying it. Like, he's doing a things, villain. And he's making points that are logical. logical just yeah. Like, yeah. He's telling the cops. It's like, if you don't catch the dog, he's going to kill people. Yeah. He's trying Help to prevent a dog. Ma- he's trying to prevent a massacre. How does that make him right. a villain? If he was a right. villain, why would he, why would he even care that the dog is loose? Well, it, they make him a villain because yeah. his motivation is financially motivated. You know, it's like the dog's worth a million well, that's dollars according, because that's according it's to the cops. technology. That well, is, he actually says it. I think he says that it's right. 
You know? But but the cops are the ones who imply that he's got everything riding on the dog being a success. Yeah, but at this point, they have actually figured that out. That part, yeah. Okay. He's got a whole fucking lab full of other animals. But like, is one really that big of a loss when you still got that many? Well, I think all like the animals are going into in that yeah, animal. I think that seems like an unwieldy experiment. And then gives <laughs> this dog uh, the night vision of an owl. It gives mm. it the speed of a cheetah. It gives it the camouflage properties of, <laughs> of a, a chameleon. chameleon. Yeah. The, uh, it can climb a tree like a leopard. This is the Jurassic yep. World dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Going on right here. It is. The in- Indominus Rex. This yes. is the, yeah. But it also is like hyper intelligent, too. They said yes. it can understand yeah. like 350 complex Commands. commands. Yeah. So like, that's not English, even words. Or like, Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. Take your it's bilingual. Oh, yeah. Bilingual. For comparison, your average normal dog has like the intelligence of like a three year old, and they can understand like sixty words. Ma- words, not even phrases, just words max. So that's quite a bit more mm-hmm. intelligent than your average dog. So. Oh, yeah, it's super dog. I mean, the whole beginning of the movie is trying to set up that you know this is the best dog ever, right? Okay, <laughs> so how does Ali Sheedy? Uh, Come into uh, possession of this dog. She breaks in. She stupidly opens the cage to get like a video shot of it. Mm-hmm. And the dog runs out. Yeah, but this is as a reporter, right? Yeah. With her as camera she, running and her camera woman she's trying there. to find a story about the the uh, cruel uh, animal uh, cruelty. Animal cruelty. Yeah. Uh, in as the experiments in this lab are going on. But it sets her up as like one of the most irresponsible like reporters like of all time, you know? I mean She kinda is terrible at everything in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> a, little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Especially in those opening scenes where it's like, okay, they're breaking in, so that's against the law. You know, but no, we're in pursuit of a higher goal here is exposing the stuff that's going on. And we're letting the animals out of their cages, you know, which mm. is like you don't even know what they're doing. Then she takes off the uh, the the medical harness yeah, or whatever the thing has on, haphazardly just taking yeah. stuff off of animals, it's which is like, like this is unwise. Like mm-hmm. you're not thinking this through. You don't know what this thing is. You no. just think it's a dog. Yeah. <laughs> but, it's like, you don't know. Well, and it just seems really short sighted. It seems like the better long term goal would be to collect as much footage as you can and then like expose them right. and then save all the animals. Maybe mm-hmm. you know. Her goal's really short-sighted. She gets really mm-hmm. sidetracked by a cute dog, which I get it. <laughs> yeah. I get that. Yeah, I get it. But that's why I was like, why did, Why are they choosing, instead of doing like the boy and his dog story, to do the woman and her dog story? And I'm like, that's because she's got this emotional attachment to the dog. Right. I mean, dog and, we don't make it, and we don't want to make a kid's movie. Yeah. Again, oh, boy. Because that's a cliche, I think, at this point, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the dog gets loose and uh, comes with her, right? Yep. So yeah, jumps in her car. And her, uh, so she's got this top secret lab animal, which she must know is a top secret lab animal. Because yeah. she got it from the top secret lab. Denial. Makes no sense. Yeah. Is the lab top secret? Yeah, she had to pay, yeah. like, under the table to even get in there. Yeah, hey, the lab. But does she know that it's just like... I mean, most the labs aren't are. open to the public. I would say the lab is not top secret, but the experiments happening within the lab are secret. Well, I think so. Well, I think yeah. she knows the lab and not the experiments. I don't. But, but if you have to know. pay someone who works there, like, ah. like you know, under the table to even get in, that means that they're not really open to the public. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she ends up. They go to a, a grocery store where they're attacked by this mugger in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And Max comes to the rescue 
chases the guy down. He unlocks the door in the car first, which was your first hint that he's intelligent because he can unlock the car door. And he brings her uh, purse back to her. Mm -hmm. And at this moment, it's love at first sight. Sure. Sure. I get Wouldn't it. Would you love a dog? Yeah, if like, a dog did that for me, fuck yeah. Yeah, because well, yeah, you want the movie dog that, you know, is like super intelligent and they know all that. I mean, that's the, the, this is why you go to the movies, right? It's to see the, you know, anthropomorphic animals mm-hmm. where they're like, you know, smart. The idealized than your dog. version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Things you want your dog to do. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you do with you get this dog? You take it home. I mean, yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. that's what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Take it home. She has a uh, live in boyfriend. Perry. Damn, um, Perry. I think his name's Perry. His Perry. Name's Perry. Yeah, Perry. Perry yeah. It's established, though, before we meet him, that him and the parrot don't get along. That's right. They, they say the that, they, that the parrot hates him, and the parrot says, screw you. The foul-mouthed parrot. Yeah, it's always telling Perry It's not foul-mouthed if it's not swearing. I'm sorry. You can't say foul-mouthed when it's saying screw you. Okay, fine. <laughs> no, that's that's how that guy describes yeah. it, but I'm like, it's not like he's cussing at you. This is our R-rated movie. Yeah, I think, if he wanted to I say fuck you, he would. is as is, is, uh, harsh as he gets in yeah. the movie. Well, okay, so here's the thing. Uh, I was curious, again, I'm like, is uh, is Perry a bad guy in the movie? I think so, yeah. I think he's kind of a dick. Yeah, I think he's the... I don't, I don't, I don't think he's this was a the bad... Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is a point of contention uh, between uh, a few people watching this movie. Uh, I, if I was dating someone that attempted to kill my dog... Well, all right. They're a bad person. We, all right. If we back up <laughs> to the beginning, <laughs> to of the this. beginning of yeah. it, we're talking about the decisions made between yeah. uh, a, uh, a couple living together and what animals get brought home uh, without telling the other person. There's a mm-hmm. giant fucking right. dog. Yeah. Yeah. A giant yeah. dog. Yeah. Now, I, now, I happen to agree. Do I like Perry? No. Right. Do I agree with his arguments in the bringing home of this dog? Yes. I, I guess my thing is there was no established permanence at that point in time. Like I don't, I didn't feel like the conversation was we got to keep him permanently. It's a, it's, it's a bad conversation. Like, like they need to more. They're not communicating yeah. with they, each other. No, yes. they're not. That's the thing. That's they need true. to be more clear on what's happening. However, with if dog. a dog saved me from getting <laughs> mugged at knife point, I'm and has no clear owner, I'm obviously bringing it home at least for sure. the night to stay in my house. Sure. Yes. So everyone should be asking more questions <laughs> yeah. here. Like, yes. all right. So I key information is, is left happened. out. Right. Yeah. Everyone's not mm-hmm. talking to each other, and I think is the problem with mm-hmm. these two people. Well, I had a problem with well a problem. I mean, again, there's a movie that's that's putting a point of view on you because just in the casting. They cast this guy. I'm sorry, I can't remember what the actor's name is, but but it's a combination of like John Travolta and Tony Goldwyn. I have been informed by MF. Oh no, Man, is he on the wall? Who and is a the keeper of, a... of the wall of uh, fame? Shooter McGavin. A little bit. A little bit. What's his name? That. Chris Mc. Chris, Chris McDonald. Chris McDonald? Yeah. 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 His yeah. name is uh, Frederick Lane. I've L-E-H-N-E. seen him in a bunch of stuff. N-E. Apparently, we have seen him several times here on the Saturday Night Show. Oh, Freak Jesus, show. is he on the wall? He was in Man's of Best Friend. He was the pilot in Con Air, and he was uh, <laughs> Louis Fremont in the Nightmare segment of the movie Terror Tract. Hmm. So Terror Tract. Wow. The, wa- the hallway. The hallway. He's the hallway. Yeah. He's no, the but hallway. this movie does put Lance Henriksen on the wall of fame. Oh, yeah. About time for Near Dark. He was the king, if you remember. He was amazing in Near Dark. Oh, he Super was Mario in Super Brothers. Mario Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and man's best friend. Yeah. Um, right. That man has like, like almost two hundred IMDb credits too. And so we honestly, we probably should have right, gotten to him fine. sooner. We yeah, put but... him on the wall. after we've done three hundred yeah. episodes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 
Um, but I guess I was sitting there going like, I don't know if I'm supposed to identify. Like I was identifying with Perry in mm. some of the. That's what I'm saying. Who's the villain and well, who's but the? But I didn't like. Like I guess some of my point is like the way that they cast him and the way he's performed, he's a dick. But some of the points that he's yes. making throughout mm-hmm. the movie, because he's actually the one who figures out like what the the dog is a, a mm-hmm. danger. The dog is trying to kill him because the dog's trying to assert its dominance in the household yes. and become the alpha and sees him as the yes. the challenger. He uh, initially is like, there's no dogs in this house. And she's like, you know, well, I want a dog. And he's like, well, we should go sit and talk. And, you he know, said, you can't one. do it without talking to me first. Yeah, which then, is, yeah. he was which like, then he goes yeah. back on in the third act of the movie entirely. Yeah, because, yeah. well, because his dickish, yeah, he's being a dick there. Basically, he, he brings needs to be in control of the situation. a dog that he wants and he names Spike, the exactly. little dog, mm-hmm. later. So, yeah. but And teaches it to chew on power cords and pull yeah, plugs, yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah. He's dumb. Yeah. yeah. He's not a he smart is. man. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. feel but like I, just... I didn't feel like he was written as awful as right. he was portrayed. I don't know. In, in the, that third know. act, when he, I don't know, trying to poison a dog with rat poison is a pretty fucking villainous behavior. Well, this is like he, but he's aware at that point, like, this is no ordinary dog. The dog is chewed through at some point his uh, brake lines. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's like, aware that the dog, dog is yeah, trying to kill cool. him. That's what I'm saying. But like, but then it's like, that's the problem with this movie is it has the whiplash of like that scene. He's doing that, so we're supposed to think he's in the right because the dog tried to kill him with the cutting the brakes. But then, like in the next scene after that, something that will happen that will put the dog in the hero position. That's right. the problem. It yeah. keeps yeah. switching back and forth. It can't pick a lane. Not, so who's yes. the villain and who's the hero of this movie? How am I supposed to feel about this dog? Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, they're not they're not being clear here. No, no, not at all. Not at all. They're jumping all over the place, well, the, the dog, especially because it turns into a dog sex comedy at one point. But we'll get to that. that there's a dog well, sex scene in this movie. I'll tell you how we can get to that. This movie, and this is maybe it's, a it's uh, it mm-hmm. in its in its brilliance. All okay. right. Wow. The right. that Just throw those words around. Well, because Colin. I don't know if I've seen this done. Uh, before where basically it feels like a screenwriter sat there and said like i'm gonna make a movie about a killer dog and so i am going to come up with every single fucking cliche about dogs that i can think of and put them all in one movie we got dog and paper boy dog and mailman Mm -hmm. dog Dog and cat (laughs) you know it's like i mean it just there were several other ones that and now i'm blanking out on them dog and fire hydrant it's checking off like every single dog cliche, dog and dog catchers. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it was everything. I all in love one that film. about it. Yeah. yeah. And so each thing, a dog, you know, puppy love, you know, with the, oh, Jesus, the neighbor's yeah. dog. Uh, <laughs> this movie is labeled as partly a comedy on is it? every website that it's on. I'm pretty sure on Wikipedia and IMDb, it's like comedy slash horror slash. Well, that's got to be a revisionist uh, thing. It, it has to be. It has to be. Horror, and now it's like comedy. Yeah. Because it's featured in the movie Friday. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's extensively <laughs> featured in Friday. They watch a whole scene of that in this movie. Yeah. A, that's well, your ass, postman. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, so it does, uh, you know, the, 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 the paper boy throws a paper and hits him on the head. So he's got to chase the paper boy down. Yep. Uh, Honestly, if a paper him. boy does that to my dog, I'm going to look the other way, whatever my dog decides to do. <laughs> if someone intentionally throws a newspaper at my dog's head. Yeah, you, oh, did you, you think he was intentionally throwing? He, he laughed at it when it hit it in the face. Uh, that kid was an that. asshole. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he threw it. I don't, it on, I don't no. think he did it on purpose. He was an asshole, but I don't think he Though did it on I would love to see your dog chase down a paper boy. He Aww. he would. He hates bikes more than anything. So <laughs> he absolutely it? would. He hates That's bikes. That's funny. I'd love to see your dog kill someone. <laughs> yeah, just he tried. So I'm saying this he because tried. Michaela's Charles. dog is a gigantic, fearsome beast. 
A pug. Huge. He's a 25. <laughs> he's, he's an overweight pug. Yeah. He's so cute. Yeah. I give him a block. And, that's, and then he's hey, done. He's that, like, dog, yeah. that dog walks three miles with me in the summertime on probably two or three times a week. He can go hiking. He's, he's pretty fit, far. Oh, yeah. I, I would say, I would she just, is, I wouldn't say he's fit. fit, but I would say there's muscle under the fat. He's fat, but he can touch his toes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying here. And he, uh, he like thinks he's more intimidating than he is. So <laughs> they all do. Yeah, yeah they all yeah. think they're bigger than. It's all about the fight and the dog. Big dog syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, there is uh, the the highlight of these uh, sequences. I think is uh, oh the junkyard dog. That was the other thing. Mm. Uh, yeah. the, the highlight of these sequences is um, the uh, the chasing the cat. Mm-hmm. There's a neighborhood cat who's that like, scene. Like it's. I mean, it goes on a, maybe a little long. The chase. Um, but when he gets to the climax where he actually swallows the cat whole, like just the spectacle of how they had to shoot that is worth it alone. Like, yeah, yeah cause it's like, all right, we got to pull a cat through a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> that cat does not want to go through no, the cat. It's like, <laughs> it's it's really, got arms it, out. It, yeah. It's like if you've ever tried to put to a cat in a carrier, you know how they stick their legs out when you try yeah. to put them in the carrier. That's what's happening. But through a prosthetic yeah. dog mouth. Yeah. If you can imagine that. I think Kevin Yeager. Uh, yeah. yeah. He did the puppet. That. But yeah, just yanking a cat through a dog, through a, through a dog mouth dog tunnel. Mouth. Um, That's our other Child's Play connection. Kim Nager did the effects of oh, dog right, puppets man. for this. He also did all the Child's Play stuff. I think he did some Nightmare on Elm Street. Stuff. He did a yeah. lot of yeah. stuff, yes. He did He's done four a bunch. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Maybe yeah. uh, several other. This is Friday the, the 13th Demons in there and... somewhere. And yeah, he's done a bunch. Oh, yeah. It's funny Trick how Trick or that... Treat, famously in the yeah. film uh, Trick or Treat. And there it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love how the cat's, like, it's not a smooth motion. The cat, like, stutters a little bit to go down the throat, you know, because it's putting its feet out. It's fighting. It's really fighting. It does not want to go. Because no cat ever went quietly no did we say that the dog uh it grows talons you know so it can climb straight up a tree and the cat's like fuck and the dog's like just right on its ass the dog acting in this movie did we figure out what the dog's name was the actual dog that uh it said there was five dogs credited but they don't have imdb credits there's like no information about this movie on the internet there's like none Mm. well now we must go back to our documentary of uh, movie animals yeah that's right add the maxes to it i i found them to be really emotive they're very good yeah really good very good dogs yeah it did i did see there was a credit uh during the film for a uh max's behavior by and uh he's not on the back of the box unfortunately it was like chris rowe or something max's behavior yeah so the trainer Mm-hmm. The trainer. So I mean, trainer like the, did very well. Yeah, I mean, because this dog is expressive. I mean, the the scene that I loved was when uh, Perry tries to to poison him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he puts, so good. Like, rat, rat dead poison right. mm-hmm. in his. Even before that, dish. where he's like Perry's rooting around, and the dog's like, "Huh? <gasps> that, oh, yeah. oh my god! That he, that was like the most human reaction. So after he killed the postman, he dra- he drags him underneath the the house and starts burying him. And and he Perry comes home and is calling for Lori. And as soon as he does that, the dog freezes and then looks up at up above him. And that's like the most human reaction a dog yeah. could have because he's not even calling out for the dog; he's calling out for Lori. But he's like, "Oh fuck, someone's home." Yeah, he's pretty good. He's I mean, good. but yeah. that look like I don't ever know if I've seen a dog do that kind of. It's the Jack Nicholson look where you know, is, you're looking yeah. down, but his eyes come his out. Eyes look up. Just the, his eyes. That's yeah, he sniffs the good. food, and then like his eyes come yeah. out, and you're like, oh, shit, and you hear the growl. That was yeah. impressive. That yeah. was really good. That's yeah. good. Like, that's good dog acting right there. Mm-hmm. A lot of good dog acting in yeah. this movie. Mm-hmm. Good puppy. There is. If there are Academy Awards for 
dog actors. There's dog awards out there somewhere. You know, I feel like we've seen a lot of movies with like German shepherds doing like the dog acting. Maybe this breed, the Tibetan Massive, should come back around into the movies Maybe. because I feel like I mean it helps that they have the little like tan eyebrows, right? <laughs> yeah. So like you can see nice. their emotions better when they have yeah. eyebrows in their fur. But like yeah, the eyes especially were really expressive in this movie. So. I, yeah. I think mm-hmm. we should give a special Oscar to the cat who got dragged through a puppet. The <laughs> <laughs> cat was so Personally, mad. <laughs> that's well, that, my thoughts. He did look appropriately scared. With, I mean, he I was. believed his yes. performance. Yes. When he got to the top of that tree, <laughs> the cat was like, fuck. nowhere else to go. Yeah. And he's looking around. Yeah. I'm like, I believe that this is really happening. Yeah. <laughs> this I cat's being cat chased by a dog. I feel like they only... that. I feel like that shot of him coming through the dog mouth puppet, they shot that once. I feel like they had one shot at that, and that was all that was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Uh, the dog also uh, has a romance scene oh, boy. set to the song Puppy Love uh, that, <laughs> with a, uh, what kind of dog is that? It's a collie. It's a collie. Oh, there you yeah. go. Border collie? No, just a regular collie. about this. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, you know, because uh, the it's, dog tries to make a move on the the collie earlier, but is prevented by a fence. And a this white time, picket fence. Well, you got to have that. So many. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the dog uh, jumps over the fence. Yeah, at one point, it was like. Goes you know, in through the open window, just like teenagers in high school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The collie, <laughs> like, runs up the stairs to the bedroom. Yeah. It's yeah. on the bed. some lattice work in the back, that would have made it better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it could have, because it can climb things. It could have, yes. The chase, yes. you know. Yeah. And uh, it's uh, the uh, scene reaches its climax with a, a howl. But the oh, dog, boy. the dog kicks enough. the door shut before kicks it gets the, the door shut. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I need my privacy for yeah. what's about to yeah. happen. But it, it like peeks around the door and then it sees the collie on the bed and then it runs in and kicks the door shut. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. It is the goofiest thing. This is, is why it's considered a comedy. Thing. Can you uh, imagine shooting that? There was no people in that scene. It was two dogs, and you had to shoot a romance scene between two dogs. I, I, that's where I see one, just one guy in the corner going, what are we doing? <laughs> I, went to college, I went to college for this. <laughs> just, what are we doing? It's just like, I guess we're making a movie. All right, let's go. Back to one. Let's do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, uh, Ali Sheedy's character in this entire uh, thing remains blissfully unaware that there's anything wrong, really, with uh, Max. Yeah, she's yeah. completely ignoring how aggressive this dog is. Did to be she fair, ever she see didn't. See, she didn't know anything about the cat stuff because that was the neighbor. Kid. But she's the seen oh, how it reacts to Perry. Like this dog is reacting. But her, the parrot also hates Perry. So like they they already set up that like animals in this guy just don't work. Yeah, because it could be. I mean, Perry also doesn't like the dog. The dog mm-hmm. doesn't like him. Yes, it's overly aggressive and hostile. I right. think. Uh, but the friend even should... has a conversation with her at the beginning of like, "Oh, that parrot hates him." Like they set up the fact that like this animals guy and animals and don't guy, work. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, sorry, I got sidetracked when no, Michaela sorry. mentioned the next door neighbor kid. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> what the fuck is going on in California? This is all I can ask because this is a suburban California, and I assume this is the only place in the fucking country where this happens, where the precocious neighbor kid kid <laughs> it's not who's happening in on New York. skates or a skateboard usually, uh, in this case it's rollerblades, mm-hmm. and with his uh, baseball cap uh, turned on backwards, yes. just comes into your house and is like, hey, Cheryl, what was her name? Lori. Hey, Lori. You know, <laughs> hey, Kevin. That's probably not it. They are more but, friendly than parent and child. Yeah. yeah more yeah. friendly than that. Is, like, that. is that what happens? It's like you get single people in a house together in like suburbia and like the neighborhood kids like just, you know, 
We're gonna become best friends. I never just what? I never just walked into my neighbor's house. Like if maybe no one if, has ever done. No, this, like right? if it was if it was like neighbors that had kids that were my age that we were friends. But you don't just walk into your neighbor's house that doesn't have children. Well, and what? you wouldn't like, start rifling weird. through their fridge, right? No, like, you just go for the that's pizza. Weird. What that's I think. I think the thing is, or the theme is, is that she collects animals. She and collects I think strays. strays. This yeah. kid is another stray. Yeah. And I it think that is characters. the whole thing. Yeah. See, yeah. I, I think that's, I think you're right. And I think that's an optimistic way of looking at it. Cause I think the sure. kid in this movie was literally there to just like act as a buffer between her and the violence that the dog was committing. Yeah. And also to provide the dog with a potential victim. Yeah. Because he takes the dog out. Like, yeah, I'm going to take your new dog out and we're going to go wander down the street, chase cats and whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then abandon it because like, whoa, that was horribly violent. It Mm -hmm. ate that cat. Mm -hmm. Even though they encouraged it to eat the the cat. Second. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We didn't think it was going to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's always kids, man. Yeah. Kids always say that. That's such bullshit. We didn't really think they were going to do it. Then why'd you say it? Yeah. You wanted it to happen. You bastards. just don't want the consequences for the action. They're not yeah. thinking that far ahead. Mm-hmm. Little fucking no, bastards. None of them ever are. You know, Marty just kind of wandered into Doc's place. This is the same kind of thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's exactly like that, Colin. It's exactly like that. You just like wander that. in and yep. help yourself to whatever's in the fridge. Exactly. Yep. Make yourself a smoothie or no, I mean, a, that, that a shake. shake. The origin of that relationship was never really established. Yeah, that, it's always been a question. That's of always mine. I've wondered. I've yeah. always wondered that. How did they yeah. become friends? Yeah. yeah, and no, no one thinks it's weird. There's no, no one feels there. the need to comment yeah, on he's, it. He's in high school. Yeah, and he's an old man. Yeah, <laughs> no one's questioning an old man, <laughs> an old man that lives alone. <laughs> yeah. No one's questioning this. Okay, yeah. great, mm. awesome. He's got yeah. gigantic amplifiers. Um, <laughs> Let's not but, su- don't sully that relationship. Yeah, okay. I love it. <laughs> But Don't. this kid, uh, you know, uh, oh, where was I going with this? She gets, uh, he gets a little, does he get a lecture? I think he does. He goes for the pizza like a normal person would. Mm-hmm. She's telling him like, no, you got to drink celery juice. Oh, yeah. It's a lecture was, movie. Right, right. Yeah. He was like, I'm going to get a snack. And she's like, oh, there's carrot sticks and celery juice. <laughs> what? Water. Murky water. What? Yeah. I'm Green, telling you, this shitty is what, water. Th- it's eating all this stuff that has made her like a character who's just kind of oblivious to all the, everything that's happening in the plot. <laughs> the, no protein the, 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 the lack of protein yeah. i think yeah, yeah I, I would agree although I mean, she has ice cream in the fridge but apparently doesn't eat it she's got pizza in the fridge perry's yeah perry's i'm telling you yeah. i like perry you know not the whole way because he's got deplorable stuff but he does <laughs> he's got his head screwed on more than she does in some cases i understand some of perry's I understand some of Barry. Yeah, he eats pizza. He I eats get pizza. That. I get that. In um, a house full of uh, celery and carrots, yeah, 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 he eats yeah. pizza, and I'm okay with that. But uh, Again, he's not a good guy. But. Right. But, um, so, well, I was going to say that they bring in the cops, but Perry doesn't bring in the cops. Lance Henriksen, who's the also, like, they keep cutting back to his whole uh, plot here. He's trying to get his dog, trying to convince the cops that, like, you know, I gave the dog uh, a, uh, a drug, and once the drug runs out, the dog's going to have a psychotic episode. It's going to go crazy. It's going to kill a bunch of people. And uh, Lance Hendrickson, see, this is the thing about, he's, like, his characterization. Even though we're saying he's making, like, decisions that seem rational, his characterization is, like, outside the box. Right. His acting of those uh, declarations is a little, it's a little wild. He's always yeah. slapping the table. And so he's hitting he's an angry man. Yeah, he's always hitting something. Clearing things off. Yeah. I know it's like Bishop, right? And aliens mm-hmm. was like a kind of a lovable guy, but everything else I see like Lance Henderson, it's like that guy is a, a man dick. capable of a lot of violence. Of murder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Many <Yeah>. murders. <laughs> you know, Agreed. Um, 
So he's trying to get the dog back. He hires the, or he hires, he sicks the cops on it. So we've got these police uh, detectives who are also uh, trying to, to uh, uh, find the dog. Uh, oh, there's the lecture there about, you know, smoking and what you're right. eating and all this. Yeah. They're eating. bumbling idiots. It's, it's the 80s and 90s. So we're talking about cops and their diet. Cops mm-hmm. are talking about their yeah. diet and eating something. The and then chubby one cop that's constantly eating. Yep. Yeah. And there's the other cop telling him how he shouldn't be eating yeah. it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is the trope of the. But these cops are, I don't know if they're geniuses. Somehow there was like a great uh, uh, exchange of They're dialogue. still cops. They still got to where they are for some reason. Well, they're trying to figure, everybody's trying to figure out where the dog went. You know, it's like it, nobody seems to think of the fact that like Lance Hendrickson actually saw uh, two women with a gigantic TV camera mm-hmm. with a fucking light yeah. on it. Well, and doesn't, wouldn't, shouldn't this facility have security camera footage? Uh, yes, they should. Yes. So yes, they check should. that. Yes. You'd think, but no. So they have to like, we're, I don't know. We're going to show him a bunch of pictures of, you know, animal activists. Maybe it's them. He's like, no, he's and getting she's a reporter locally. I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't she be somewhat yeah. identifiable? And right. He's like, yes. I've seen your show. And no, no, no. Is it- Eventually he does find out who she is because she right. dropped a tape behind. Um, but the, uh, the cops make this leap which I just found completely fascinating that, uh, you know, the girl that we told you about at the beginning of the film that got attacked by the dog, uh, the cops are like, you know what? I think, I think he killed that woman and he's hiding it or whatever. And like, I'll tell you how I, how I know this. He was a MIT grad who ended up like inventing a chemical mm. who ended up like having a nervous breakdown, who ended up like, uh, you know, getting all these dogs, we should get a warrant and go there. And you're sitting there going like, wait, back this. What? How did you're like, you know, convinced that this guy like killed this woman? Like, what the hell are you talking about? Cop logic. I have a question, though. Mm. She did die in his lab. Dog ate her whole. I don't know because we saw thing. the garbage. Is that her? Wasn't in there? that her body in the garbage? Is that her in there? They never really are clear. I have many questions. Like, A, she died in the lab. I don't think she got eaten whole. Two, because I'm going from A to two, she gets, uh, the dog gets shot with a tranquilizer by someone, Mm -hmm. which is, I'm guessing, I don't think it's uh, uh, Lance Hendrickson. I think it's some doctor or somebody else is working in there. But would Lance Hendrickson not know that she died in the lab? I'm, I, I have to, I, I have to believe that Lance Hendrickson knows she died. No, I, in I that feel lab. like, yeah, I feel like he knows, especially because when they're questioning him about her, he's very cavalier about it, and he's very like, oh, she just never showed up to work. Well, clearly she did, and I she think did. he knows that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, so I think that, he that knows. adds villain points. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Yes. Like yeah. this adds. So we're trying to figure mm-hmm. out a villain. It adds a little bit to that because I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he knows she died mm-hmm. and how she died. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Well, the dog eventually, like, well, they the police are after the dog because they find the uh, the mugger was mauled by the dog, and so now the dog yeah. has a taste of blood. Any animal that kills a person yeah. got to be put down. Yes. And so they're like, this dog's going to come back to the house. So they're waiting for the the dog to show up, but the dog ends up like a serial slasher in a movie, like kills the cop while he's still yes. sitting in the car. We don't see this, you know. Mm-hmm. She comes out like, help me, help me, and. Body the, falls out. Of course, it's the uh-huh. cop car scene. Yeah, the cop yeah. car scene. Uh, please help me! Please help me! Open yep. the door. Oh. Dead cop falls out. How many times have we seen this? How many well, times has well, this happened? And even before that, it attacks Perry and attacks the little boy too. It does kill Perry. Yeah. No. 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 no it pisses acid on his face. Oh, this does. Right. It has acid for pee. <laughs> yep. It does. And it pisses right that. on his face. That's yes. awesome. Yep. Which, cool. 
All right, yeah. I'll give it that. It's pretty dope. I need to see what it does to his face. Yeah, where's Come the, on. the result the, of this? What, Come on. What is, what is the acid pee? Is, uh, it's a, it's a byproduct of... Yes. I mean, is it like genetic modification? Was, yes. was there like a, a snake involved and it's like... Venom pee I mean, or there was snakes or? in that lab. Was it they venom, showed is it a venom montage. Pee? So I think it's just the combination of all these animals and the acidity builds up, and then it's just <laughs> yeah. Pee. yeah, yeah. I'm giving it a little more I, than it gives us. I mean, there are like there I are like, like venom pee, but okay, I was venom saying, pee's like, cool. There are like but... those snakes that like spit venom at your yeah, eyes. You know, it's like acidic. So hey, and I'm, they, I'm all for all of these. When they did the little computer montage of all the yeah. animals it was spliced with, there was a snake in there, so it's possible. That's what I was. Whatever burns this dude's face, I just want to see it. Totally yeah. makes sense. A lot of uh, animals with pee uh, that's acid. You've never, uh, it doesn't burn when you guys pee? Oh. <laughs> oh, Sean, you need to talk yeah. to yeah. a doctor about out. that. Thing. You gotta get that checked out. Oh, well, there's also the scene where she, uh, we have a surprise cameo by uh, William Sanderson, the great character actor William Sanderson, plays a, a junkyard uh, oh, yeah. owner that she does try to give the dog away to him. He turns out to be like a rat bastard burning the dog's face with a blowtorch, which gives it this milky cataract mm-hmm. eye, which is Looks like pretty actual, awesome, yeah, actually. It's a good contact yeah. they stuck in this dog's eye yeah. and burns half of its Dog face. contacts, who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, kills him, bites his balls off. Yeah. And then heads back for the final showdown, which is uh, Lance Hendrickson takes Ali Sheedy and they hightail it back to the lab because, you know, in the uh, method of uh, story economy, you got to start where you, you or end where you finished. Right. Mm-hmm. Sure. For the big giant showdown yep. between the uh, aggressively now psychotic Max and uh, and Ali Sheedy, who's like, what? Max is attacking. This dog also on the way back leaped over like three police cars. That yeah. Was. Yeah, yeah, one jump. It was awesome. Yeah. Bravo. Over that dog. Early and CG. Whatever CG, yeah. Yeah. Whatever the CG yeah. operator put him in there. Yeah. That was wonderful. Or CG composite or something. We were like doing that. so well up till that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So well. Um. But yeah, so what? How does this movie wrap up then? I mean, we got every all of our, our surviving characters, of which there are two. Uh, they get into a major car crash that should kill them. That should kill okay. everybody. <laughs> this is one of the okay. So so Max, the idea Lance Henderson is is basically I'm going to abduct Ali Sheedy. Mm-hmm. So Max will follow. The dog has imprinted on her. Yes. So Max runs at cheetah speed, is able to chase the car, gets on the car while it's driving at full speed. Dents mm-hmm. the roof in. Yeah. Well, and, super strong. Yeah. Yeah, and then fucking head butts the windshield. Because <laughs> yeah. it's right on the hood of the car, staring yeah. into it as they're driving. And this whole time, Ali Sheedy has her new puppy in her hand. All right. The new that, puppy. That, Spike. That fucking Perry decided it's okay if he may adopt a dog on his own right. and yeah. forces it on her. Obviously. And, uh, He's doing it for love. But, Okay. I, <laughs> no, that's not how that works. Especially when you say like, "This is a decision we need to talk about and make together," and then you go and make the yeah. decision on your own. And he literally, yeah. he literally says, "We need to go down and pick it out together." Yeah, yeah and yeah. then he literally and then he, literally, then he goes does himself. That F- is fuck the, this guy. It's the guilt peace offering because he tried to kill. But the then other he doesn't girl. even let her name it. Yeah, I know. He doesn't he let her name it because he's probably should have let her name yeah. it. Yeah, because yeah. he's also not a good guy. That fucking. And then he's teaching it to pull plugs out of the outlet he's dumb. teaching the puppy to do that look mm-hmm. isn't this fun and uh but yeah but she hey, has this puppy hey, in her hand who's the savior of this movie but spike it, but it doesn't make any sense <laughs> because he teaches the dog to pull it out and the dog puts it in i know so it doesn't make any sense <laughs> i agree <laughs> in order to electrocute one it's of our not dogs. worth it <laughs> well it's interesting that well it's i mean yeah walk. there's a there's a car crash with the dog on the hood yeah and the other three uh you know the puppy in hand it, yeah. so 
They should all be dead. And they all go oh. into this yeah. fiery wreck and all just crawl. No problem. I mean, because Sean was very worried, I think, at this point mm-hmm. in the movie. He was like, well, they should all be dead. I'm like, the car landed on its roof. Not so well, worried as indignant as in they should all be dead. <laughs> Broken yeah. bones, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Concussions. Dead. But no, everybody's Nobody's fine. wearing a seatbelt. Mm-hmm. No, they, they are bleeding. And she's yeah. got a black guy. That's very true. Yep. As yeah. they go back into the complex. Puppy is spotless. Don't worry. Sp- Puppy's fine. Puppy's fine. Because you can totally hold on to a puppy. Maybe, maybe he's a super crack. dog, too, because he lived through this no problem. Maybe. That would have been the great tease at the end, like have something happen to his eyes or something to tease that he's like the next generation of the super dogs. Oh, boy. That well, Harry <laughs> accidentally picked up another super dog from... Or uh, he was in on it or something. <laughs> like, There's no need for that, because we get that anyway. Yeah, we get a, uh, we get a tease at the we end. We get halfway Setting there. up man's best friend, too, that never happened. Okay, but the, the dynamic of the end is kind of... Uh, well, is it interesting? I don't know. The fact that uh, Lance Henriksen shows up with a shotgun and he is able to, because uh, I think like, I mean, Ali Sheedy and the dog are still basically like, you know, seeing eye to eye kind of. Yeah. He comes up like he's all ferocious. She puts down the scalpel that she was going to stab him with. She's like, Max. And then he's like, and then Lance Henriksen ruins everything coming in with a fucking shotgun. And he is. Max tries to attack. He fucking shotguns Max. Max at the same time hits him. Lance Hendrickson he falls onto. Wait, they go out a window first oh, and yeah, then onto. Yeah, it was yeah. dramatic. Yeah, it was intense. Because you have to have shattering glass, mm-hmm. glass all over the place. Mm-hmm. And he slams down onto a uh, cage, which the uh, it's hooked to an electrical socket. Apparently. That the little dog Spike is unable to like plug back in somehow and yeah. electrocute. Lance that Henderson. shot to me looks like it was reversed. Oh, yeah, definitely. It looked it like that like dog it, yeah. pulled it out and they just played it back. So it feels like, like it. he plugged it in. It looked really weird and unnatural the way that dog totally moved. Totally convincing. I, don't know. I believe yeah. that. that, that yeah, in a movie, uh, the least convincing thing in a movie <laughs> that, that <laughs> is a Terminator dog that swallows a cat. <laughs> I'm and, telling and you, the, the, the fucking cat swallowing scene is 20 years from now. The only thing you're going to remember. Yeah, probably yeah. Also, awesome. Because it's heavily featured in the trailer. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, man's best friend, that's the one where that dog fucking ate that cat hole. Until they do it again. That's going to be the standard. Yeah. Um, But Max, it turns out, has been fatally wounded mm-hmm. by the uh, shotgun blast, yes. and he passes away. He Regrettably, are we uh, sorry that the dog is dead? I mean, I don't like I mean, to see kinda, any animal. I mean, kind of. It's a Frankenstein situation. Yeah, I don't like to see any animal die. But yeah. uh, The whole idea that it would have been a cool dog if it hadn't been experimented on. No, I'm just sure. saying, like... Some people did this to him and they yeah, killed right. him for it's it. Right. It's just kind yeah, of fucked yeah. up, yeah. you know? It's, it's all fucked yeah. up. It's all Lance Henderson's It's fault. better for everyone just because, like, you can rest now and not, you know, be experimented <laughs> on and also not be a killer dog. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Maybe less pain. Maybe not a shotgun <laughs> to the chest. You know? Right. It's I'm not saying that. Maybe, maybe just great. euthanize him, you know? Yeah, it's right. pretty bloody because yeah. there's blood all over the place. Yeah. She's the got blood on her hands. It's like, Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a little grisly, but, you know. It's better for everyone. Yeah, and there's the promise, as seen in the next scene, of a new life, a new start. Yep. Because the collie has given birth. The one to night a sand. Little, yeah. And there is the little, uh, a little tiny Max, yep, little Max, little just Max. one, just one in the whole litter, but one little Max. All those dogs 
are going to be a problem. Right. Like, yeah, one that looks like Max, but all those little, little collies are going to be problems, too. It's the one too. that really got the genes. Oh, so. sure. Yeah. 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 They're all going to be killing people. It's very touching. But <laughs> I love the push-in on that puppy's face, but, like, obviously puppies can't act. Right. So, so that puppy's like, just literally, it just looks like a normal puppy yeah. just sitting there. And it's, and really it's really like, goddamn cute. It's really cute. It's, it's, it's got a big that. squishy face. Right, or at least a cataract eyes Freeze frame, and then eyes go like laser they, red yeah yeah yeah, they, yeah laser red <laughs> yeah that would have been the best yeah I, I am kind of disappointed at some point like the dog's skin didn't get pulled off and it was a robot Something. underneath it's because of that or fucking a, poster a little more skeleton mm-hmm. maybe yeah, yeah. You literally wanted but it he, to be the Terminator. But there's yeah. a bit better. But, but there's only no because I saw the, the fucking yeah, artwork. I know, but that like like he's a genetic composition of other animals, not robots or robot parts. That's n- that's not a part of the movie at I all. I would I would just hope that was the next step. It's like we genetically mutate this dog and then we put a fucking robot skeleton in it. <laughs> <laughs> that just that's, sounds that's what I, great. That just sounds cool. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. That's man's best friend. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that brings us to uh, his man's best friend, mm-hmm. the, the the finale of man's best friend. So, uh, any stray thoughts uh, before mm-hmm. we go to the stray, stray. stray thoughts? <laughs> uh, the, the dog catcher trope is still a thing I see in movies and TV now. Is that ever going to go away? No, no. Because like even Parks and Rec never is guilty of that. They're no, they're dog it, catchers on the shore, just like that. Yeah. This there's uh, what did I just watch? That one of those fucking dog movies, um, Dogs Way Home. Oh, where the God. dog gets oh, lost. It's like Homer, the yeah. new Homeward Bound, Jesus where the dog Christ. gets lost and is going to travel across the country to get back to his owners and everything. You should be ashamed fucking... you gave your money to that. I mean, the, you got to entertain the kid, all right? I've only got so many things but I can do here, with But here, watch this dog die over and over again for two and a half hours. That's the next dog movie, where the dog dies and Pretty sure they've made two movies about that now. I mean, well, yeah. Um, but uh, see, why would that I go, one, there's if I like evil. dogs, why would I go see a movie where a dog dies over and over again? I don't understand uh, those movies. Who are they for? I don't know. I don't know. Mm. But you're saying there's evil, evil uh, dog, uh, dog catchers. catchers in that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, all that evil. was where, in this movie. That's where we get to see uh, Max uh, use his chameleon-like ability. He yeah. lures them into turns the garage. invisible. It's awesome. Is it? Was it awesome? Okay. Well, I, I mean, an idea or execution. It's, it's awesome that a movie about a killer dog has this many different abilities. Like he can pee acid. He can turn invisible. Like. Oh yeah, he can understand 350 commands. He can smell poison in food. He can mm-hmm. he knows to bury a body after he murders someone. <laughs> like you know, it's pretty yeah. it's pretty awesome the what he's capable of. Oh yeah, he's a badass. Mm-hmm. He can Mask. run 65 miles an hour. Apparently, apparently they, they had that cut up to the dashboard when the oh, cops yeah, were trying yeah, to catch yeah, up yeah, to him, yeah, and he was yeah, way yeah. ahead, and they were at 65 miles. That's an good hour, directing so. right there. Yeah. Okay, so tell you what, listeners, stick around because we haven't, we've been hedging our bets here. We haven't actually told you what we thought about this movie or whether we would recommend it to you, although you basically heard the entire movie from beginning to end. But we're going to tell you if you should go check this thing out. But first, we're going to answer some of your mail. And to do that, we're going to have to summon our mailman, Igor, bring us the mail. Masters, masters, the mail. I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising, rising. Thank you, Igor. Thanks, Igor. All right then. Yeah, does, does, does he, did he, do you think Igor ever had a puppy? Like, oh, I don't want to know what happened to it if he did. Is it like an, he probably um, swallowed it whole? Yeah. Yeah. Like, probably. I think that might be a mice and men situation. I, I think Igor can do that thing, you know, where like how snakes can like unhinge their jaw to swallow yeah. something. I think Igor can do that too. That's what I'm so saying. yeah, mm-hmm. he probably he swallowed that dog. That yeah. mm-hmm. He thought it was food. We're like, Aww. here, have, have a puppy. Little, yeah. 
That's sad. I know. Holly's about to cry. Um, so Igor's just like shitting puppies. <laughs> Not, it was a one-time thing, just, Sean. Oh, shitting a puppy. Okay. Well, we, puppy. we learned. We didn't need to keep doing that. Well, we want to remind you that you can uh, in peace, write in be, and join the Freak Show family. And all you got to do to do that is uh, follow us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Show. Uh, or Twitter at Sad Freak Show. You can get a hold of us via email. Saturday Night Freak Show Yahoo.com. And you can also follow along on Instagram for the time of your life. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Mike Camp about man's best friend. Mike Camp writes in and he says uh, the only thing I remember is the dog having metal claws to climb a tree to kill a cat. Mm. <laughs> I feel like it's how most people identify this movie. Like, oh, is that the one where. Dog climbs a swallows tree a cat. Swallow a cat. Yeah. Perhaps he'll die. Um, sorry, I'm trying to look up a post here that I have. Wait, maybe this one. Um, Did Igor not sort the mail appropriately? No, nope, here we go. Michael Whitaker writes in and says, I've never seen the movie Man's Best Friend, but I have a tangential memory associated with it. The first video store I could rent a movie by myself from had this poster prominently displayed in the window. It was probably well past any level of popularity that it earned. Yeah, it had a weirdly large marketing campaign for the type of movie it was. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, this was this was around. Like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure a lot of people would remember this movie, or at least remember, like, oh yeah, that's the that's Killer Dog movie. Yeah, the Killer Dog, '90s Killer Dog <laughs> movie. What else did you have? Cujo. That's the 80s killer dog movie. Uh, So, what was it? Do we have a 2000s killer dog movie? The Breed. That's a bad one. That's a really bad one. That's a Michelle Rodriguez one. I thought there was one with, uh, well, there's The Pack. The Pack. That was in the 80s. But wasn't there one with uh, Rada Mitchell? Uh, there was another I thought. Like, I think we, I think we yeah, the, the breed is where like Michelle Rodriguez and a bunch of other maybe. people go to like a vacation island, and then like there's like Killer a pack dogs. of dogs that uh, live on the vacation island. It's really boring though. Uh, Travis Legler writes in. He says, "I'm trying to remember. Wasn't this movie kind of like a robo dog? Either way, <laughs> excited for another fun podcast. Puppy pictures time. Our pup Gracie Bear." A German Shepherd Beagle Mix and our oh son Ronnie enjoy hearing the weekly podcast Yee! while running errands. As oh. we sent in a photo. That is a really so cute dog. Babies it. and a cute kid. Very it's a, cute. looks like a really oh cuddly dog. Oh my god. Babies with babies. Oh my god. <laughs> Thank you for sending that in. Yes, show us your dogs. I didn't know a German yeah, Shepherd Beagle mix would be so cute. Like, oh, it's adorable. God, that's you know cute. what? Show us your cats, too. <laughs> yes, show us your cats. <laughs> Maybe for Michaela's killer cat movie. Comes <laughs> yeah. uh, Ryan Handsome Jansen writes in and says, that scene in the tree cracked me up. Everything about it is just insane. Congrats <laughs> yeah. everybody up. I mean, you can't say it doesn't try and doesn't go go, yeah, for, go for something you haven't seen before. That's true. That's why it's um, a trailer moment. About last week. Episode RoboCop two was that last week? Yeah, no, it was two week weeks before. ago. RoboCop That's the last two. episode that came out, right? Yes. Yep. This last week was Lake Placid. So right. RoboCop two. Douglas Wayne writes in and says, "While I can see that RoboCop is the better film, I love RoboCop two. It's the one I watched repeatedly as a kid till I wore out the tape. And that sequence where they reprogram Robo- RoboCop to be more family friendly is a great dig at the overly protective mommy groups that tried to nerf everything we loved back then." From making it so the Ninja Turtles couldn't use their weapons in the sequel right. to outright trying to ban Mortal Kombat. That's true. Thanks for bringing that up. I feel like I should have made that, that connection when we were watching it, but I didn't. But yeah, like we that was like the Tipper Gore era where mm-hmm. she was trying to yeah. destroy everything we love. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tipper. 
Uh, AP Ellie says, I always thought this was a well done action sequence. The, uh, the stop motion animated sequence mm. oh, at the yes. end of RoboCop 2. We liked it. It does look good. I liked it. And uh, Nick Destro says, Kane uh, was such a great bad guy. Yeah. Maybe Kane is RoboCop 2 was a great bad guy. Okay. All right. Well, that brings us to tonight's exciting film, Man's Best Friend, where we're going to go around the table, find out what everybody thought about it. Colin? Yes, Sean. Uh, what did you think about Man's Best Friend? All right. So I got to put my cards on the table here. When Michaela said we were going to be watching Man's Best Friend tonight, I was like, oh, uh, why so colin well because i actually just watched because it came out from uh, scream factory mm-hmm. so i watched it like a month ago i had seen it on its original release Did you I, see it on like, blu-ray no yeah oh. so i saw it originally on vhs i didn't sure. see it in the theater saw it in vhs when it came out didn't think much of it and i had forgotten about it uh it came out on blu-ray and it was like oh man's best friend's coming back out of so i watched it and i was like yeah so I sold it. So I'm sorry. So tonight, Michaela had to go buy her own copy of is Man's it, Best the Friend. Streaming options are. We usually try to stream stuff down here. We can, but there was like no streaming options. You can't so not even for rental. Well, it was like twelve ninety nine to buy on Amazon. You couldn't even rent it. You had to buy it. Oh. Damn. And then it was Voodoo with commercials, and we didn't want oh. to do so that. So it's free so on it was, Voodoo right now. Yeah. If you can sit through the commercials. But they're but they don't. Try Tubi? for act breaks. They will interrupt you in really yeah, crucial moments. Just put it in it's, there. And yeah. they give a shit. And they do it really frequently. It's like every 12 minutes or something oh, like that. It's the same three yeah. commercials. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's worth unbearable. it if you really want to see a movie, but, you know, it's free. But I guess. Um, but surprisingly enough, I enjoyed the movie this time around. I'm shocked to actually say this. But from like an absurdist level, I think, you know, I was grading it as like it was a horror movie the last time. And it has. Um, a lot of things, like, I was really irritated. This time, I was really irritated by the preachy notion, uh, nature of the characters Again, in this movie. It's a lecture Where it's movie. like, yeah, the, the filmmakers are lecturing you. It's like, yeah, okay, we, you know, I get it. But I did enjoy... there's no the- subtlety to it. Like, there's no nuance or subtlety to it. It's so obviously like a shoehorned in lecture. Yeah, because they're making... It's when characters basically don't have their own voice. They're basically Absolutely. just uh, parrots for the stance of the filmmaker. And I mean, it's the filmmaker talking to you directly through. The, and it's like, uh, so the writing, uh, yeah, but I did like the exploitation elements of the movie. Like this time I enjoyed the, you know, I mean, if you're going to make a killer dog movie, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Cujo, but this one is like, I'm not saying it's better than Cujo, but I'm saying, that the if you're going to go after these stereotypical dog moments and just kind of mm-hmm. collect them, this is what your plot's going to be. And we're just going to set them all up, you know, in the middle of the movie. It becomes like just hitting all of these uh, moments. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the dog actor. I enjoyed the dog action. Uh, I enjoyed Lance Henriksen's like Gonzo performance. Gonzo may not be the right word, but it's like unhinged. Like when he flies off the handle, he goes from this kind of pandering, uh, you know, uh, when he's with the cops, you know, he's like, he's humoring them kind of, but you can tell that he's like, I really just want to get this going. And then like in the next second, he's fucking throwing papers around and yelling at the, 
And he, you know, I'm like, well, you know, I, I think it's easy for Lance Hendrickson to do that. So I don't yeah. think it's a stretch. He's slumming in this, but it's also enjoyable. I like seeing him just, yeah, like, it's fun to watch. Just, it is fun to watch. It's like, <laughs> like, I like watching him talk and then just slowly build up and just freak out. Yeah. Cause he's got a good, just talking to people voice and then just yelling at people voice. Yeah. Was I was good. extremely disappointed by Ali Sheedy in this movie. Well, she's got a hairdo that does her absolutely no favors, but I mean, I think, you know, Michaela was kind of saying this earlier. It's like, She's written as the protagonist, but she makes all the wrong decisions because we as the audience know, you know, the things that kill her dog. She wants to go home and cuddle with it. And it's like, and she just keeps making just, you know, with her job, mm. you know, she's making boneheaded decisions there. Then she becomes basically like, I don't even know what the hell she was doing through the middle of the movie. You know, she had no impact on the plot at all. And then at the end of it, uh, well, the dog's going to come wherever she goes, so we have to have her go somewhere where she can confront the dog, and then it's ultimately Lance Henriksen that confronts the dog. So, yeah, in my mind, uh, Lance Henriksen's the protagonist in this movie. He's the one who knows, I created this thing, it's out, I have to catch it, and I'm going to do everything that I can, and at the end, he kills it, and he saves the day. Lance Henriksen is the fucking uh, hero. You make and a compelling argument. <laughs> <laughs> and he Although you know the what? movie, like I said, the movie doesn't believe this. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? I do. <laughs> so, uh, but I, yeah, I mean, you should check it out. It's a fun time at the movies. Man's best friend, Sean, what'd you think? Hmm. I used to watch this movie a lot when I was younger. A lot. So much. Um, again, it's got its, Pretty, uh, pretty weird and crazy moments. Obviously, as we've mentioned, it swallows a cat hole. Uh, it does in this movie. Uh, it does pee in a guy's face, which I had forgotten mm-hmm. about. Um, I mean, yep. this is set up. Um, I suppose. I think the only uh, is this R or is this PG? It's R, and it's R specific for household violence towards a pet or violence towards a household pet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very interesting. I think in order for this to I'm. I enjoyed a lot of elements of this movie. I'm not gonna recommend it tonight. I think it needed to go. To be a recommendation, it needed to go a little further. Like there's certain elements where I think it needs to exploit them more. Like I'm saying, I think it needs to be a little more violent. Yeah. Um. The the payoff for the violent scenes are like yeah. neutered because it's They're, the 90s. It does. It, it feels, can't show anything in the 90s. It feels very neutered, and I think in order to go like above and beyond, it needs to go to those places. Um. I want to see what his face looks like after he gets peed on. Uh, there's a guy. There's a neck biting <laughs> dog right. attacks guy in the neck. But you remember the beyond. Yeah, and that dog like rips. Yeah, you, get, you, know? you saw that postman's ankle get tore up pretty good. Not really. No, you see blood. You see blood. But I want to see a neck get yeah. torn like, out. And then dude gets his balls bit yeah. off. It's just kind of like the the jaws make contact <laughs> with his crotch. Then we cut away and you I hear. Feel the like echo of the I feel like they're. I feel like they're there. It's the nineties. I feel like they you exist. See, yeah, you see blood, but we don't see any like flesh or anything. Right. You I want to see things getting yeah. as, as uncomfortable as it would be. I want to see things getting like ripped off. I think that's why you remember the cat scene. I think so. you saw you were staring I saw at that it cat right get yeah. sucked down a, a <laughs> puppet dog throat. Um, and so it's got some like really memorable moments in that regard. Um, Lance Henderson's fun to watch. Um, Ali Sheedy is not, I don't think she's doing the movie any favors. I don't know. Uh, her whole thing kind of fell flat to me. It's not the reason you would come to this movie. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, it's, it's close, but I think this movie needed to go like just a little bit farther. 
um, to to be a recommendation. So uh, I pass on Man's Best Friend. Holly. Um. <coughs> yeah, I I agree with you, Sean. There's not enough for me as, as far as like the horror elements because honestly, like tonally, this movie it just if this is a it's a dog movie. Like it yeah. it really is. I I honestly felt like someone saw Beethoven and was like, you know what? Let's add some blood and make it an adult movie. Like that's kind of how it felt that's to what me. Joe is too, and that's regarded as a classic. I mean, I don't know, like, even the music in this was a little, like, there's a happy dog. Like, it, there was just something off about it. Tonally, it just didn't make sense to me. There there wasn't enough. There yeah, wasn't there enough. Is, there's dog yeah. foreplay scenes and, and all that. And there's just, it's 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 weird. It is weird. And I'm just, I don't, I just, I don't like dog movies. So, I mean, that's a big part of it for me. But, yeah, I think there needed to be a lot more of a horror element for me to enjoy it. Because even the parts that were saying were enjoyable for me. It just didn't even really do it. Like Lance Hendrickson was, he, yeah, he did a, he did a good job, but I was just kind of lost throughout the whole movie. It just didn't really land for me. Um, yeah, I, I got a pass on man's best friend. Just didn't hold up for me. Michaela. This movie has things that I've never seen in a movie. And I don't think I'll ever see in a movie ever again. Uh, I don't think I'll ever see a dog pee acid on someone ever again. I don't think I'll ever see a dog romance scene outside of an animated movie ever. Do you remember the opening of the Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4 where the dog peed fire? Oh, and he brought Freddy, uh, Super Freddy to life. <laughs> That's true. I mean, that dog peed. But, like, was there a reason why that happened in that movie or no? Just because. I, no, I just, I, I'm not very well versed in the Nightmare on Elm Street movie, so that's why I'm like, was that a payoff or something or not? But yeah, isn't, doesn't he give birth to Super Freddy that way, right? No, it just brings Freddy back from the dead. But that is the movie with Super Freddy, though, right? Mm. The black and white, like, no, that's, crazy hat. That's Elm Street 5. Oh, never yeah. mind. See, I don't know anything about that mm. franchise. <laughs> um, but Cujo is a good movie, but it's a kind of a boring movie. It's a bottle episode. Not a lot happens in that movie, yet people love it and think it's so scary. And I'm just like, it, not really. As long as you stay in the car, you're, you're fine. <laughs> like That movie, I think I think it's regarded as highly as it is because it's a Stephen King property. I think if you took Stephen King's name off that movie, people would completely have forgotten about that. Uh, this movie, I think, is way more interesting when it comes to dog movies. At least it's trying new things and it's going balls out. It's acid pee, camouflage dog, swallowing a cat hole. It's, it, you know, like... They never really fully say what the dog is capable of, so they kind of just reveal things along the way, and I think that's a really interesting way of doing it. I It's weird, and it's absurd, and I think you should watch it just to witness the weird, absurd things that happen in this movie. I know we talked about the dog romance scene, but like it literally is shot like if you were to see a romance scene between two actual people. <laughs> But they're dogs, and I'm just like, how did how did that happen? That's how did they shoot unique. that? Like how <laughs> like unique. even the way the collie like runs up the stairs and like turns around, and looks over her shoulder at the dog, and then the, then Max runs up after her, and then the dog like lays on the pillows and like peeks her head out over the pillow. Like there was yeah. like f- active flirtation between these dogs. All the dogs happening. are very well trained. It's it's insane. Well. I think you gotta watch it just to just to really see what we're talking about. It's. I've never seen another movie like this. I don't think we'll ever get another movie like this. Like I said, The Breed with Michelle Rodriguez is a really, really boring movie. And that was a high-budget dog attack movie from, like, the mid-aughts. And it's really boring. So I think if we ever do touch on these movies again, it's... 
like we're, the animal attack movies we're going to get in 2019 are going to be things like the Meg. We're never going to get like a small scale animal attack movie in modern times. It's always going to be some already scary creature. It's not going to be something benign. Mm. So I say check out Man's Best Friend just because you're never going to see anything else like it. I think you got to see it at least once. Birdemic three. No. Night of the Lepus. <clears throat> Night of the Lepus. That's right. Go back and let it killer giant bunny rabbits. Yep. Oh yeah. No one's that. seen that movie, but that? we have. When we did, have. When did, <laughs> when did that come out? Like seventy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. that time has passed of yeah. making well, movies about that. Where you that, build so. little sets and you have yeah. bunny rabbits happening yeah. yeah. Oh, it was yeah. fantastic. Oh, the giant <laughs> the giant animal killer movies. Yeah. Because you had the yeah. uh the, the frogs, whatever the fifties irradiated frogs. stuff, yes. yeah. Then yeah. your frogs and, <laughs> yes. and your food of the gods and all that stuff. Tarantula, right? Yeah. The giant yeah. human monster. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that lines up with what I was saying about like the late seventies, right? When we have this slasher arc, we have these these animal attacks. Well, those all those it's were d- like fifties, but it was yeah. Jaws but you said Night of the Lepus was seventies, right? Yeah, was that before? I think that was before Jaws. But Jaws mm-hmm. brought like uh, mm-hmm. grizzly. Orca. And uh, Orca yeah. and mm-hmm. Day of the Animals mm-hmm. and Slugs. Was yep. that the one? Yeah. I yeah. Mean, the the slasher creature animal timelines are very parallel to each other mm-hmm. and they go on the same, alligator. same, they ride the same mm-hmm. way. <laughs> yep. God bless alligator. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that's yeah. it. This yeah. Is an alligator household. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Night of the Lepus, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, think, is that coming out on a Blu ray? It's, it's Shaft Factor released it on Blu ray. Oh, they did. They did I've the, never actually seen that. Um, I've never seen it either. Ridiculous. It's, but it has, oh, uh, shit. like, I, DeForest I, Kelly from uh, yeah. Bones on Star Trek yeah. and Rory Calhoun. And uh, I think we, we we did it for this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, was it on the freak show? We all passed on it. Yes. Pretty sure we were all just like. Oh, so we got some revisionist history here, huh? Well, no, no, I'm still not recommending it because I'm pretty sure it was bad. It's bad. I'm pretty sure it's a bad movie. It's the killer giant buddy movie, right? Um, And they're like again, like this movie. There's some stuff to appreciate in it because they do build tiny sets and just release rabbits. See, that's worth watching for me. Like I'll watch it just to see that. There you go. But I'm pretty sure we all watched it. We're just like, "Mm, no. But it also wasn't a lively. a lively crew. I was gonna say sometimes. Sometimes podcast. I wonder if it was this group. If it'd it be different. may have been the group at that time. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Y'all passed on the wraith, except for me. So I'm sorry. I stand like by I said, that. I'm, I'm, yeah. Colin, Colin's changing his. I'm vote changing on the my mind because I want to see it again. <laughs> it's, um, all right. So that is uh, the end of this episode. So next week we're gonna watch a movie that's chosen by Colin. Colin, what are we watching next week? We're going to watch the greatest movie ever made about a woman who gives birth to a Native American out of the back of her neck, and it's called The Manitou. Yeah. <laughs> right. Shit. Yes. That's right. You want to see this. Okay, so yes. that's next week on the Saturday Night Freak <laughs> Show, and until then, the basement is going dark.